Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I'm ready. Are you ready? ready? Yes, I'm ready. Hello, show. Welcome to another Tres Leches. Oh, yeah, where we interview the coolest people. And today we got the coolest. Of them all, man. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna formally introduce our guest for today. Kono are hosting, Rika. Kono are hosting. Hello, Metro Manila. Hello. <laughs> are you guys excited? Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we have here our very special guest, officially the third secret member of the Halo Halo Show. <laughs> And the official <laughs> true host of the 80%. We have Brad Fitz! Brad Fitz! Hi, Brad Fitz! What's Hello! Up? Brad oh Fitz, we gosh. have been waiting for a And uh, thank you for inviting me. Oh, this is... I'm actually a little bit uh, starstruck kasi syempre, di ba? I'm a Leche fan. Grabe kami din. Kami din. We're fans. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Brad Fitz, of course, he he is the he's our finance guy. He knows mm-hmm. everything about money. He's, uh, ano pa Brad Fitz? Brad Fitz, why don't you just introduce yourself, Brad Fitz, para, for our Leche fans. I'm sure they know you, but for the new Leche fans, go ahead. Yeah, so kamusta kayo mga Leche fans? I'm Fitz Villafuerte. So it's F-I-T-Z. A lot of people mistake me na Fritz ang tawag. Pag Fritz ang tawag niyo sa akin, hindi ko kayo papansin eh. <laughs> But uh, I'm, a, I'm a registered financial planner. So that's my official title or profession. Which is basically like a doctor. Kapag may sakit yung katawan mo, you visit a doctor for a consultation. So in my case, if ang may sakit sa'yo is yung bulsa mo, if your wallet is not feeling well, then you um, talk to me, you consult with me, and I will help you create a financial plan. So that's basically my profession. But uh, of course, I am also, I would say, a content creator because I have a blog, I have a YouTube channel, and of course, I have a podcast. So uh, when I'm not in front of the camera or in on in front of my computer i actually have several businesses that i run so i'm also i'm also an entrepreneur so that's basically me nice you forgot to say Don't tiktok fit. tiktok din. oh nga <laughs> tiktok oh then. my god tiktokerist <laughs> <laughs> how many followers do you have now sa tiktok as of this recording i think around 75,000 wow <laughs> So, Brad Fitz, just a question. How long have you been doing this? Like your official job title, what you do? Uh, um, I earned my title as a registered financial planner back in 2012. So, that's almost a decade. But I've been writing about personal finance since 2007. So, that's uh, what? How? 14 years? Wow. Yeah. And you started on a, on a blog. A blog. Yes, yes. Uh, 
the blog is entitled Ready to be Rich but it's at fitzvillafuerte.com so kaya importante na alam nila yung spelling ng pangalan ko <laughs> because that's my URL fitzvillafuerte.com and uh, the blog actually just started as my way of uh, sharing my stories on how I was able to uh, manage my finances and all that stuff and then I guess the story is when people started reading my blog, they started messaging me asking asking for financial advice and all of those things. And ako, naisip ko, I'm, I'm giving financial advice but I don't have the qualification. Baka mamaya, ma-call out ako na sino ka ba? <laughs> so that's when I sought yung certification of being a registered financial planner. And also that gave, that gave me reason to ask for consultation fees when people ask me about financial advice. Right, so, smart, yeah, smart. I officially yeah. started the, the profession 2012. <laughs> right. But Brad Fitz, okay, so like as a, like your life before being like an actual registered financial advisor, what were you like? Uh, you know, starting out in your first job or even before your first job, like how was uh, it? You know, financially from fresh grad. From oh, parang ganon. Sabi natin fresh grad, because because let's say <laughs> the our listeners are probably in that range. So can you like shed light on how you are as a I guess a consumer, a spender, a money person <laughs> before? Nako, actually magastos ako. <laughs> magastos ako and uh, I'm actually an engineering graduate. Uh, I well, I'm a civil engineer and uh, back in college, uh, ang naging advantage ko lang is mahilig akong rumaket. So I was a student assistant nung college tapos I do all this racket for some of my friends because magastos din ako. So when I graduated college and started working in the corporate world, uh, that's when I enjoyed having a lot of credit cards. So, <laughs> magasas talaga ako. Alam mo yun yung the, the feeling of being financially independent. So, mm. I don't have to ask for allowance anymore and all that stuff. And of course, uh, I, as an engineer, I was able to get a good job in a big company. So, my salary was a bit high. Hindi kasi taas ng 37,000. But it was relatively uh, higher than... right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But uh, pag nagkaroon ka ng, ng trabaho, I don't know, all these banks, they send you mga pre-approved credit cards. Mm. And for me, I treated it as, uy, uh, I can shop again and all of that. It actually came to a point na... I had around 200,000 pesos na credit card debt. Ooh. And uh, I reached the point when the credit card collectors were already calling my family, my office mates, etc. And the tipping point was when one of the, the credit card collectors called my mom and yung credit card collector sinabihan niya na parang, bahat ka nagpapalaki ng anak na irresponsible etc so when wow. i got when home the personal yeah. route oh my goodness <laughs> well, that's, right, that's right that's <laughs> right not anymore yun. but uh, yeah okay. <laughs> oh, um i think the the credit card association of the philippines are already uh, telling telling credit card collectors that they can't do that anymore no, but, but during that time naman. it was acceptable <laughs> 
like they go that's, really that's personal. The, ano. Yung pumunta sila ng bahay mo, bakit blue yung couch mo, eh pink yung walls mo? <laughs> <laughs> bakit ang pangit ng mga katos mo? <laughs> Sobrang personal. They actually do, they actually do that sometimes. They pretend that they're like, uh, police officers and uh, they go to your house asking for you saying that you already have a case because you're not paying your credit card. So th- those are the types of harassment that these credit card collecting oh agents do before. Mm-hmm. So before. yeah, the, the, at that point when I saw my mom like crying and mm-hmm. asking me what did I do, parang uh, masan ako. Okay. <laughs> that's what I felt, no? Nah, well, I needed to do something for this uh, about this. So that's when I started actually learning how do I save money, how do I minimize my expenses, etc. And that's when I realized how important money management is or personal finance. And one of the things that uh, people also ask me is how I was able to to get out of the corporate world and into this profession, being an entrepreneur. And I tell them that one of the things that that really helped me was when I really learned how to manage my finances because each transition na from being an employee to being a freelancer, that's the first thing that I did when I resigned. And then from being an entrepreneur, smart money management has been a part of that journey. And when I tell people na, bakit ka nag-resign sa corporate world? You were earning a lot. But I tell them, I think I was not cut out for the corporate world. Kasi almost every month, meron akong memo na late. Kasi I, I can't really, I'm not really a morning person. And I yeah. <laughs> Oh my. Sabi ko nga eh, parang all my five years in college, I really... Uh, intentionally got the 10 a.m. class as my first class because I'm not, I can't really, you really cannot. wake up early. Uh, and I, I'd I, have I, to say the same. Yeah, you I told myself, I feel the same. Early, 10 a.m.? That's so early. Early, <laughs> early. <laughs> early pa rin yun. Early. No, but like, okay, so yeah. which Sabi means ko, outfits, like yeah. in college, to get into the industry that you are in right now, it can be, your educational background can be anything. Say engineer, so but you went into yes, now yes. financial. As long, yeah. Um, being a registered financial planner, you only need to be a graduate of a uh, college graduate. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really need to be any particular course. And then you have two years of uh, accredit- accreditation. So I have fellow. RFP who are public ad graduates. Some of them are uh, mascom. So b- very different yung mga courses na tinik namin. Uh, the question, okay. I guess, broad fit is, do you have to be good at math to do it? Ah, no. Yung no. Totoo, yung totoo. Actually, it's okay. We, we'll, we, can take it. we can handle it. No, you can't do it, Rika. You can't do it, JC. You can't we do it. We have calculators now. You don't now. have to be good at math. <laughs> yes, exactly. Math. Okay. Yeah, um, that's the reason why the calculator was invented. <laughs> so that's actually a common yes. misconception. <laughs> you you have to be intelligent or you have to be good at math to be able to manage your money well, but that's not really true. A lot of uh, the tools that we need 
ano na eh, it's available as an app or as an Excel file. There are a lot of websites where you can download budgeting Excel templates that can really help you uh, with your finances. And that's also the reason why I entitled my podcast The 80% because I wanted to focus on the behavior and the mindset of a person to be able to be financially successful a lot of the a lot of the people i've met they think that to be rich to be wealthy you need to be good at numbers and all of that but i i tell them that a lot of financial success really depends on how you set up your systems or your behavior or your uh mindset or your attitude about money because that's really your financial discipline is what's uh, your financial discipline is what will really help you create your wealth, not what you know about right, right. investing and all of that. Um, sige, before getting into your your podcast and what you talk about in the podcast, I just have a question because back in college, uh, I, I went to a school that's far from my house. So I lived in a dorm and I saw two types of money management when it comes to yun nga, parang young-ish professionals. Uh, back in college, which was may mga mayroong iba sa amin na binibigyan every week um, ng baon, which is the baon, right? You get either every day or every week. And then I also saw, I also talked to some people who were given chunks like per month, binibigyan sila ng 10K and then ikaw na bahala, ubusin mo yun. Instead of like, kunwari ako, halos every day ako binibigyan and then pag ubus na, I just ask for more. What, what would you say or what's your opinion on that? What's better for like, I don't know, um, parang para mas matuto ka in the future? Is the other one better or the first one? Uh, I was also a dormer back in okay. college. At ako yung the second one, yung monthly lang ako binibigyan. Right. How, however, kasi I stayed in a dorm na may concessionaire, so may pagkain kami. And technically, I don't really need allowance because mabubuhay ako ng wala, kahit wala akong uh, baon. But my mom gave me a monthly allowance that I had to budget. And I have friends na weekly naman pinapadalhan ng pera. I think it doesn't matter which one would uh, which one you have or which type of uh, arrangement you have as long as you are able to really budget your money in a sense you know what your priorities are so of course in my case yung monthly ko i always save uh, i always set aside a portion of it para sa cine kasi i like watching movies mm. and then Whenever I need to buy something na uh, want lang, yes. Um, Doon pumapasok yung pagraracket ko nung, nung college. So what I've learned is if I wanted to buy something for myself, I would need to find a way to earn that money. So it's always a constant uh, question in my head na how can I afford this? So I guess that's one of the things mm-hmm. that really helped me improve my finances. So I say that personal finance is personal. So whatever works for you, that's what you do. I think uh, it's always better to have that mindset Now, just because one person is successful at doing this, 
I should just copy what they're doing. So I learned that it doesn't really work that way. No, you have to find what's good for you, what works for you. Super yeah. nakarelate ako kasi Miss Raketera din ako back in college. As in, which which is Uh-oh. also good because it led me to more job opportunities in the future when I got out of college. Pero in college, like super Miss Raketera as in like tagabuhat ng props. And then because nag, naging ganun ako, parang I, I thought, Oh, but you know, they can pay makeup artists. So, inisip ko maging makeup artist. That's actually uh-huh. how I got my first big quote-unquote racket payout mm-hmm. um, in in college. And actually, I'm I'm quite proud of it. I must say, Brad Fitz. Feeling ko nag-flex na ako kasi ikaw nandito. <laughs> Pero yung money ko na yun <laughs> is still in my bank account. I've, as in, hindi ko, hindi ko wow. pa ginagalaw yung chunk ng money na yun. I think it's also because I don't know, maybe it's like also symbolic or medyo sentimental for me na hindi ko yun ginalaw. It's like hanging the, the dollar, di ba? Some yeah, people own their uh-oh. first dollar, they, they frame it, tapos hinahang sa, nasa likod ng cash register. Parang feeling ko, it's such a good uh-oh. reminder na na I can actually like earn money. Kahit ano, kaya mo yan. <laughs> Brad Pitt, speaking of racket, right. uh, our very first mix way back 2018, we talked about... Uh, yung mga racket na ex-deal, uh, doing a job uh, for in hopes of a better opportunity or maybe getting uh, paid work in the future. Uh, as a registered financial planner uh, and someone who, who's been a racket, mm-hmm. racket guy your whole life, what are your thoughts on, on ex-deals and working for shout-outs for, for free sometimes? Yeah. Pagdating sa mga, mga ex-deals, I think the important thing to remember is uh, sulit ba siya? I know some people that they work on X deals because it gives them an opportunity to to expand their network, to connect with someone that they would eventually want to to work with. So it really depends on who are you dealing with. But of course, some people, alam mo yun, they already have a good portfolio of work. They don't really need to to do some branding or they don't really need that type of exposure anymore. Then you should really be able to price your service. So kung nagsisimula ka pa lang and you're still trying to build your portfolio, you don't accept X deals na kung sino man yung first mag-offer sa'yo. You can accept X deals if you believe that this person, doing work for this person, would open some opportunities for you. So, pipiliin mo rin kung kanino ka makipag-X deal. But after one or two X deals and you already have that uh, that portfolio future clients, I think pat hindi ka na rin tumatanggap ng X deal, you have to start pricing your service because that's something that you should be proud of, di ba? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the value of your work. So, that's my thought on that. Okay, so... Bali, so, minsan ba okay lang talaga yung charge to experience? Alam mo yung parang feeling mo <laughs> kasi sometimes you take X deals and you feel like you did more than what you got. Uh, kasi X deals, essentially, di ba exchange siya? Dapat equal kayo. Pero minsan kasi parang napapasobra, ganun. Sometimes, sinasabi ko na lang charge to experience. Or is there like, I don't know, do you have any advice on that na, na parang red flags? Do you have red mm. flags Whenever... that you look out for? Wait. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, whenever I do X deals, I always tell myself na I should give my best dito sa sa trabaho na to. Kasi when it comes to the value uh, or yung na-exchange, always that's always relative eh. Kasi pwedeng yung pinadala nila sa'yo, feeling nila talaga this is very valuable. And then pagdating sa'yo, parang ah, okay lang, hindi naman sa ganun ka-useful sa akin. So it's always best to come from a place na I'll just, I always give my best dito sa trabaho na to even if it's just an X deal. But again, the question is kung tatanggapin ko to, how will this really help me? So if it's just ano, a simple X deal that you're you're not sure how this will really help your business or your career, then I would say just decline. Mm-hmm. But for example, there's this uh, brand who is asking me for an ex-deal uh, arrangement but i know when i accept i'll be able to talk to the the product manager of this particular company then i would accept the ex-deal but i will make sure that i get introduced and i can set a meeting with that product manager so that i can set myself up for a future project na yun yung mababayaran so mm-hmm. that's the thing that i always ask no before i accept i would like try to see paano yung ano ko progression dito is this something that will give me value or help you grow simply yeah, yeah that's right you know brother i can relate on in on that note regarding uh like over time you learn how to find value in whatever you were taking whatever jobs you were taking because uh, lately i have been uh just for you know full transparency i've been emailed by companies asking me to post for, let's say, in, on Instagram, like a sponsored post. But then uh, it, I haven't really been posting on Instagram. And, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day, I remember if somebody offered me, like, JC, do you want to post here? I will give you this. I'll be like, yes, let's go do it. I'll take it. But then now I think about it, uh, and, and I've turned down uh, several now because i feel like it's not really i feel like it would make me look in inauthentic in a way which i think would also kind of hurt off brand you know, na off yeah. brand na eh. so i was like that i think Uh-oh. what you said really makes a lot of sense and i think over time uh you really kind of learn the difference between finding something that will really even if, even if let's say it's not monetary monetary you'll find value in doing mm-hmm. other things na lang no something like that which is like actually, pera- yeah a, yeah a friend actually, of mine uh-huh. na a friend of mine told me na if someone is asking you for an X deal and they're saying na this will be good for exposure, ang counter offer mo don is instead of promising me na I'll get exposure, can you at least give me five contacts that you'll introduce me to so that I oh can offer Oh my gosh, my that is such after. a nice so, idea. I've never thought I of never that. I never thought about that either. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, that is... Yeah. <laughs> okay. We learn something every day. Ayun. Thank you, Rod. Let me just write it down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But on the other side, like, like let's say Iko naman, you have a brand, or let's say you have a product, and you want your your yeah. you know your product out there. Is it? I don't know. Is it sulit pa ba yun na to get you know all these micro influencers to to get your name out there? But you'd have to shell out a lot of money. Sulit pa or like I just guess, go to like a big endorser? I guess it depends on your marketing strategy. In my case, 
uh, it will really help if the micro-influencer that you'll approach is already a user or yeah, a, a user of your product mm. because the engagement will be yeah. easier to arrange. So I, I've seen some brands approach they're just after the doing but they did not really think it through if it is within on brand on the micro influencer so very important to see yeah very important to see how your product fits dun sa branding nung, nung nilalapitan mo and I think it there's still uh, value in that no? Yeah, there was a little bit of an internet hiccup but just to reiterate what Broadfit said you said that sometimes brands approach micro-influencers that are not really on brand with what they're trying to promote and it's not as successful. Which is something that Rika and I have seen ah, in, in, in real life because Rika and I, we've been invited to events. And actually, uh, f- full disclosure, sometimes I've been invited to events and I feel like, why did they invite me here? Why are they paying me to be here? And uh, ako naman, I took the money. I'll be here. Let's go. Let's party. Yep. <laughs> yeah. it, it's kind of crazy to me, Broadfits, that that they that there is uh something that Rika and I we just talked about it maybe a few years ago. Appearance fee. I mean, have you ever been paid yes. have you for been an appearance paid to appear somewhere, Broadfits? I'm sh- I'm sure you have, but probably it's yes. on brand. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Yeah, usually um, launches of uh, financial products, uh, mm. people, uh, these uh, advertising agencies or PR companies, yeah, they pay me to to appear. And then, of course, uh, one of the things that I usually just need to do is just post an IG story or mm. an FB story. And that's it. No, no other deliverable. So, I, How do of you... course, I'm glad to. Do How this. do you price <laughs> that though? Like, because I mean, like, okay, the only reason why I know what the price I give right now is, is because somebody asked me before, na parang, this is what we're willing to give you if you appear in our event. One time and then that was it. But I, alam mo yung kunwari, before, sinabihan ako nung client na, o sige, we'll give you, kunwari, 7K to appear. Tapos, ever since noon, yun na yung price ko to appear in <laughs> yeah. other events when people ask me if, if how much is your appearance fee. Because, for me, hindi ko alam ko, ano bang, parang medyo may pagkaunting, ano ah, benta ng laman vibe yung, yung vibe, yes, ma, I don't know. Because, I don't know, TBH, like, <laughs> Look at my your dogs dog. in the background. <laughs> Look at your dogs! Oh, oh my God! Snoopy, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> please, Snoopy. Snoopy! This isn't that kind of show, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, when it comes me, to yeah, ganun. When it comes to doing this stuff like social media and a digital <gasps> influencer, it's really hard to put a price on your service. So if you know someone who does the same thing, you can, of course, uh, share your rates. But at the end of the day, the question is, how much would you be willing to have to do that? So it all comes back to how much do you value your time? So of course, you have to consider magkano ba yung magagastos ko dito. But on the other hand, if I don't accept this, what else would I be doing with my time? And if so, how much would I be making money from that? So for example, I don't have any appointments today. 
And if it were just uh, me, today I'll probably be working on my business, doing something uh, to make money. And I'd probably earn around two, three thousand pesos from that. Mm. Uh, so if someone invites me today to appear, of course, I would probably consider that also. Uh, instead of me working on my business, I'll be going there. So I'm, I have a lost opportunity, na, an opportunity cost for that. So I add that, money, that amount on top of uh, the expenses that I would incur in going to that mm. uh, event. So yeah. that's the, yeah. a good starting point. Yeah. I've definitely yeah. considered that before. Yung parang, eh, wala mo gagawin today. I mean, even if it's like a really low fee, at least they're Mm-mm. paying me to do something. Right, right. Kesa naka, wala lang. Nagko-computer lang ako sa bahay or TikTok mm. or something. Yeah. And actually, uh, Brad fits everything that, you you know, we always That's talk right. about you on the podcast because whenever we talk about money, said, shit, we need Brad fits here. And uh, well, we'd mentioned your TikTok earlier, <laughs> about 70 plus thousand followers. And you, you start you started off with a series na pera tips. Uh, so in terms of pera tips, uh, right. you know they, it really grew because it seems like a lot of people, especially uh, you know P- the Pinoy population here in, in on TikTok, they really uh, took to that. I think in terms of learning about finances and whatever, what did what do you think we need to do to improve our financial literacy? Uh, for let's say the younger people, there's mostly young people. They're bussing, bussing on TikTok, ma bussing. <laughs> uh, and I feel like I see well, the comments on TikTok, mo. Uh, people are asking you questions. And for me, when I see most of your pera tips, I feel like I, I know most of these, or I've read some of these, I've learned these. But there are people who don't know these tips. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on the financial education here in the Philippines? I don't know for the young kids. Yeah, I believe that. Financial education or uh, financial literacy should be part of the curriculum. I think that's really the the thing that will really yes. change yung mindset, eh. mm. uh, especially in senior high school, I would say. And the thing is, of course, we are all taught that uh, it's good to save, but kulang parin siya, eh, especially pagdating sa adulting, diba? We're not taught how to file our taxes. We're not taught how to gosh, price God, our services if ever tell we Tell me about it. <laughs> Rika actually does her own taxes. And, Did you know that? No, wow. actually, okay. So, Broadfits, okay. So, the past two years, that's what I've been doing. But this year, because of the whole lockdown, I actually decided to hire somebody. Like, ah, na give up ka na. Hindi <laughs> naman siya na give up. Actually, parang naisip ko, you know what? It's been so hard kasi to keep up with everything. The, the, Tapos, new, alam mo rules, yung, no? the new rules. And then I right. have to go to the office and I don't want to be exposing myself like that. And and I know that, you know, hiring an accountant, they have their own contacts, although mm. you have to pay more. They could they could run it for you or whatever. They have the um, office people for that. So, naisip ko, you know what, maybe this year. But I'm still continuing 
you know, like reading up on it, yeah. watching YouTube videos. But definitely, I learned a lot from the past two years. I think it was a big eye-opener. Because, yeah. you know, I made friends in the, in the RDO. <laughs> as in, like, as in. Exactly. Uh-huh. As in, tumambay ako doon. Kilala ko na yung guard. Alam ko na ako uniform na uunin. But it's exactly. definitely still so hard. Um, but I totally agree with you na parang sana nung high school, no, they, they taught us mm-hmm. something in that world kahit yeah. onti lang. Rico, Brad Fitz, you, you're, you're up to... Ako kaibigan ko sa... Uh, yeah, ang kaibigan ko sa RDO namin yung taga si Rox nung mga force. Ay, <laughs> oo, kailangan naging friend! Force, eh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Saka alam ko na kasi yung si... Alam mo ba, Brad Fitz, may nalaman pa ako when it comes to the photocopying. Apparently, there's an there's like a shade of gray or ink that they use na hindi napo-photocopy ng some uh, certain photocopiers. So, kailangan mo pumunta dun sa big printing services so yes, that it yes. can like fully photocopy. Yung mga ganun, mga, mga ganun maliit. Kailangan powdered Xerox. Exactly. Yeah, so it was definitely an eye-opener. I I, I kind of recommend people doing that. <laughs> do you do your own taxes? Like, are you up to date with all of the all the new regulations and rules? Or do you, do you, have, a, do you have a guy or girl for that na? Send it to the guys. Uh, I already have an accountant. Yes. Uh, I used to do that also my, myself, especially when I put up my first business. I really wanted to learn how everything is done so that when I delegate this, hindi ako maluloko nung, nung accountant or nung bookkeeper. So I'm not up to date anymore of how everything is because I have an accountant who does that for me already. Mm. Pwede ba online yung, na naman lahat ngayon? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there are already apps, I guess, and platforms where you can pay online. And I think a lot of the banks also already offer that in their online payments. But uh, the question is, how do you know how much you need to pay? So that's something mm. that you have to learn. But that's something that my bookkeeper and my accountant already does for me. Nice. Brad, I have a question. Since you... You brought up the online thing because I mean, my parents who are in another generation, I guess, uh, part of another generation, they're really not into the online banking thing. They still want physical copies and they want to be physically there. Passbook. It's, it's, yeah, passbook or like even inputting their credit cards. Like let's say as safe as PayPal, hindi nila tinatrust. Like how do I uh, convince them to do that? Uh, the, the problem is the same with my dad. <laughs> na ayaw, he didn't siya nag-trust online. But I guess you can't really force them. What you can do is show them how it's working well for you. So during the pandemic, one of the things na talagang nakatulong is yung paying ng bills. And since hindi sila makalabas dahil senior citizen sila, I told them na, so what's your option? <laughs> hindi kayo makalabas. So you really now need to try online banking. And tinuruan ko sila, now my dad knows how to pay their bills online. Unfortunately, natutunan din niya kung paano bumili sa Lazada. <laughs> so ngayon nag-online shopping na rin siya. <laughs> so the, I guess you can't really force them, but you can show them how it's working well for you. I guess that's the key there. You mm. can tell them na, oh, okay ako. I, I've already paid all my bills just by sitting here at home. So, mm. they realize the value of that. 
Okay. May uh, tips ka ba with ano with the with the whole online shopping thing? Like should I just should I just uninstall is, all of these apps is or adding is it to wise? cart bad exactly is that add wise? to cart lang just add to cart yun add lang nandun lang siya nakapark lang siya na, nakatambay lang sa cart <laughs> or should I just like you know uninstall completely <laughs> the question is why are you shopping online so are you doing that because you're bored are you doing that because I don't know you're feeling down you're just trying to pass time because if that's the case then I would say just uninstall the app and find something else to do however if you're doing that because uh, you're trying to see what are the things that you might need and you're considering some of the stuff now oh, okay to I think uh, I'll, I'll this this will be useful for me then I would say okay lang mag add to cart Kasi that will definitely give you time to really marinate on the need. no, And then just wait for the next online sale so that you can check out at a discount. Mm. So it all boils down to your intention. Why are you browsing these apps? And then, gusto ko yung ginagawa mo, Rika, na you don't connect your credit card dun sa app. I, I, Never. I, yeah. <laughs> I also find that very useful because it really prevents you from uh, buying something on impulse. Because <laughs> ako ganun din ako. <laughs> Hindi rin Aside from the parang uh, yung uh, avoiding yung buying things on impulse, of course that's also part of your financial security. Because you're not in control of the database and the websites of these apps. So. A lot of these platforms are really more focused on the e-commerce. I don't know how serious are they when it comes to the financial security or information that you give them. So for me, it's always better to just disconnect your 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 credit card, no, yes. or just load uh, on those accounts. Vindication so that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from all the judgment that I receive. Yeah. Actually, even like the the yung mga delivery people they even tell me na parang ma'am bayarin niyo na lang diretso wag na kayo mag ano mag cash on delivery and i'm like kasi i want to physically see my money leave my wallet mm, so that it exactly. you know parang may may imprint sa utak ko na gumagastos karika this isn't supposed to be like that. that's <laughs> right yeah, that's right yeah. that's always the case I agree. um actually, actually yeah oh, go ahead what? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, I, wa- I wanted to go back, Broadfoot, because you know uh, we we're asking you all these questions, and Rika and I, I'd like to say we have a solid foundation, naman, when it comes to uh, maybe let's say budgeting or spending money. But uh, what is the most common like question or or problem that people come to you for? Because you said you're like a doctor, diba? But for money. So what mm-hmm. is the the most common uh, quote unquote sickness that people approach you and say, uh, Brad Fitz, help help me out, help us out? What 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 uh, what kind of problems do they normally run into? Well, the most common question that they ask me is, how do I save? Uh, they can't uh, save money now. And then the second question that they usually ask me is, how do I pay off my debts? No, so baon sa utang. And then the third one is, uh, where should I invest? Ano ba yung best investment? And doon sa tatlong question na yon, ang lagi kong sagot is, uh, you are focusing too much on the numbers. Kasi yung solution to sa problem mo is 
ikaw rin yung makakasagot. You have to ask yourself, ano ba yung financial habits ko? Kasi that's really what will help you save money, pay off your debts, and choosing and discovering the best investment for you. I always tell people that personal finance is personal, meaning there are a lot of tools out there and there are a lot of strategies, but you have to find one that works for you. So, paano ako makakapag-save? The most common advice is to pay yourself first. I mean, income minus savings is equal to expenses. And that works well for a lot of people. But I've met people na hindi nila kaya yun. Uh, some freelancers, ano sila, ganun, uh, nahirapan sila mag-pay yourself first kasi hindi naman regular income nila, unlike employees. no. So, I tell them, then why not just try another strategy that you think that you can do? One of the things that I tell people is why not try saving one peso every day? So, sabi na, ah, one peso every day. Bakit? Kasi, if you save one peso every day, it's so little na hindi ka mahirapan. Di ba? Mm. Piso lang. But, the act of saving money or saving one peso every day, it becomes a habit. Sabi nga nila, you, it takes around 66 days to to create a habit. Yun yung average. So, by the second or third month, it's already a habit. Now, the challenge is, instead of saving 1 peso, why not make it 2 pesos? Why not make it 5 pesos? So, dun ka magsiscale up. And then, before you know it, ang laki na na save mo. I have a friend who did that. Uh, eventually, gurmadwit siya sa everyday and ginawa niya every week. Every week, naglalagay siya ng around 500 pesos. So, that's already a habit for him after doing it for around three months. So, nung nag-change siya to weekly habit, nahihirapan siya na i-resist yung naglalagay pa rin daw siya ng piso. Pero mm. every Sunday, 500 pesos nilalagay niya. So, mm. that worked for him. So, there are a lot of ano, there are a lot of strategies. Ako, in my case, when I was working, what worked for me was yung paying myself first. Yung pagdating ng sweldo, I immediately take away 10% of it, put it in a savings account. So that worked for me. So personal finance is personal. So find what works for you. Uh, pinaka-common, another common question is, yun nga, how do I pay off my my credit card debts? I ask them, magkano ba talaga yung utang mo? And then they just tell me, uh, hindi ko alam eh. So alam yun, <laughs> you have to first know. I, I've... I've met people na pagdating ng credit card bill, they immediately throw it in the trash. So they don't even what? open the bill anymore. What? So, what do you mean? Like they have so much money that they can just pay it? Yeah, you can't. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they no, don't. They, they are don't afraid to they open it. it. <laughs> they don't want to see it. They don't pay. Yeah, they don't want to see it. Anymore. So, bad. so oh, no. I tell them, how can you pay something that you don't know? Right, right. So you have to really open it. So you really have to focus on the financial discipline, being self-aware of your financial habits kasi yun talaga yung tutulong sa'yo eh, to improve your finances. Mm. It's it's nice to learn and read uh, about itong mga specific strategies na to, but uh, you really have to start with your habits and your mindset if you want to be able to successfully implement these strategies. Got it, got it. Yeah, I really like how you said personal finance. Yun nga is very personal. So you really have to analyze it from a, you know, from an individual standpoint, which I assume also in a way, um, that's why people come to people like you because if, if all the answers were the same for everybody, I, I don't think there would be a need for financial planners because you could just find all the information 
online. Uh, but then right. uh, I think a question that a lot of Leche fans would have, Brad Fitz, especially for someone like you, I don't know if there's a catch-all answer. Like you said, money is personal, but you even have a blog, Ready to be Rich. So here in the Philippines, let's talk about specifically in the Philippines, what do you think is considered rich? And what do you think are the best steps in 2021 to get to that point? If you have, if there is an answer for that. If not, I, I would understand also. But do you have a maybe a, a an idea of what rich is in terms of, I guess, money and how the best way to achieve getting to that point? Yeah, I would say that wealth is also relative. But I remember reading a report back in 2018 that if you are earning around 140,000 pesos a month, you already belong to 1% of the richest population on earth. So, of course, 140,000 pesos a month, that's a lot of money, but that's not really, really big. No, you, you won't consider yourself really wealthy, wealthy if yeah. you're earning that much. So, I guess we have to go back to how do you define rich? So, being rich for me is not just about having a lot of money. For me, it's really about having time freedom. Everything that you want to do. And if you have that, then I would say that you are you are rich. So it's different for each person. So if you're someone who has a family, you're raising your you're raising children. So of course for you. Being rich means having enough time to spend with your family, also doing self-fulfilling work and pursuing uh, uh, hobbies, spending time with friends. So if you're able to do all that, I would consider you already rich. But if you have to go to work because you need the money, then you there's, there's still a lot of things that you can do to improve your lifestyle. So wealth, and being rich is relative. The thing is, you have to define what that means for you. Kasi, punta ka kay Manong Fishball, tanongin mo sila, uh, if, you, if I give you 1 million pesos, do you consider yourself rich? Of course, they will say yes. But if you go to a vice president of a company, tell them that I will give you 1 million pesos, will, will you consider yourself rich? Sasabihin nila na, no, that's just a year's worth of my mm-hmm. salary, di ba? So, or six months' worth of my salary. So, that's Sana another all. proof that wealth is relative. <laughs> so, <laughs> yung boss ko dati na nag-resign ako, yung last work ko, uh, 250,000 pesos a month yung sweldo niya. And I told myself na, wow, sana ganun din kalaki. But I later on found out na, yun nga, it's not really how much money you earn, but how you optimize in the, the money that you earn Ibig sabihin, how do you save it? How do you spend it? How do you invest it? Kasi even if maliit lang yung kinikita mo, but you are able to really optimize how you allocate the, your money, then it will be possible for you to live a life na ideal para sa'yo. No? Mm. Ano yung gusto mo? So I guess that's the goal. Being mm. able to do the things that you want. Being able to to have the time freedom to pursue the things that is important sa yo and not really work because you need the money lang no 
So are you saying totoo yung mo money mo problems? Because <laughs> I feel like I've had that conversation before with some people na parang, I remember back in college when I only had, let's say, 1,000 every month. Um, ito lang yung ginagastos ko. But because now I'm working, na I have 30,000 every month, mas dumadami yung, ano, mas dumadami yung, yung pinagkagastosan ko. And then I, you know, wala ako nasi-save. Imbis na, you know, I just stick to the to the mentality of having just 1,000 a month, kahit na 30,000 yung meron ako. It's, it's so hard, especially if it's so overwhelming that it's in front of you. First job mo, tas ang laki-laki ng pera mo agad. Mm. And you wanna, how do you like get out of that, that mentality? Well, well, first of all, I don't believe that more money, more problems. Ang nangyayari kasi <laughs> yeah. is more, more money means you have more wants and that's the thing that creates more problems. Kasi mm-hmm. ang dami mo na biglang gusto. So you have to look at ano ba yung mga gusto ko? Ano ba itong mga wish list ko? Which of these would really matter in the long term? So you have to choose na ano ba yung gusto kong i-priority kasi itong mga to yung talaga makakapagbigay sa akin ng long-term happiness, self-fulfillment, it would make more me- my it would make my life more meaningful. And then dun mo ibuhos yung pera mo. Kasi yun nga pag malaking sweldo mo, the temptation to want a lot of things is there and that's the thing that creates more problem. Ta sabi nga din nila, Wealth is relative. If you have more wealth, you have a lot of relatives also. So that's something na uh, very Filipino rin eh. Um, a lot, when you have a relative na alam mong well-off, usually na laging nahiraman ng pera, di ba? And pag ikaw yun, di ba, you always get calls or messages from <laughs> cousins, titos, tita na either they have a business proposal and they want to partner with you or they are trying to borrow money from you. So uh, I guess the thing to answer is you have to decide what do I want my life to be and then just focus on that. No, So there will be distractions na, oy, there's ito bagong trend na parang gusto kong bilhin to or a lot of my friends are doing this, parang gusto ko rin gawin yon. So if you cannot afford it, if hindi naman talaga cautious sa budget mo, the first thing to ask yourself is, is there a way that, that, that I can afford that? How can I afford that? If not, then you would have to make a sacrifice na that's not my priority, di ba? So, hindi ko siya pwedeng bigyan ng pera. Uh, hindi ko siya pwedeng lagyan ng... Hindi ko kayang mag-alap ng budget for that. So, you would have to accept na hindi siya para sa'yo. No? Mm-hmm. So, that's the thing for me. It's not really more money, more problems. It's more money. You create more wants, mm. and that creates the problems. Yeah. If if I'm if I'm not mistaken, bro, if it's the there's a term. Is it lifestyle creep? Yun ba yung name ng ano that that term where the when you're when you start earning more, you your discretionary spending starts becoming like, you know, like what used to be expensive to you is like oh I need to have that now. It's more of a necessity rather than a luxury now. Ganun ba yun? Yes, yes. That's very common yung lifestyle creep habang tumataas yung sweldo mo, nag-upgrade ka din ng lifestyle mo. And sometimes, hindi tayo, hindi, we don't run the numbers kasi problem uh, happens pag 
hindi mo niran yung numbers. For example, you're earning 20,000, you just got a 10% raise, so magiging 22,000. Pero ikaw, sa sobrang exciting mo, nag-enroll ka bigla sa isang fitness gym na 3,000 a month yung yung membership. Diba? So, that palang, ano, negative ka na. So, you have to run the numbers. And, para sa akin, you can actually use yung lifestyle creep, lifestyle creep ng reverse. Kasi, the thing that happens is we see yung salary natin na umaakyat eh. Kaya, nag-a-adjust din yung lifestyle natin. Why not try to uh, yung pay yourself first try to set up an automatic debit dun sa savings account mo na pag may pumasok na pera, mag-online transfer sa isang separate separate, separate na savings account. So slowly, lumiliit yung number na nakikita mo dun sa ATM mo. And the reverse is true. Mag-a-adjust din yung lifestyle mo. Eh. Mas magiging matipid ka rin. And that's also the reason why I usually... Uh, withdraw money from my ATM para sa budget ko for the week. Tapos nilalagay ko na siya lahat sa wallet ko. Kasi uh, yung ATM, iniiwan ko na siya sa bahay when I go out. I just have my credit card para pang emergency, just in case. But for the whole week, yung gasos ko, nalilimit lang siya kung ano nakikita ko doon sa wallet ko. So if I'm trying to save money, Binabawasan ko lang. So, for example, for this week, ang budget ko is 5,000 and I need to save some money. Ang ilalagay ko lang, 4,500. So, mm-hmm. I am able to save 500 per week. no? Yeah, 500 per week. So, ganun lang. Tapos at the end of the week, kung may matira, automatic, punta na din siya sa savings. And then, I just refill it with the same amount. So, you can try to do that and then see how your lifestyle will also adjust na mas magiging matipid ka kasi nililimit mo yung nakikita mo. Tama yung sinabi ni Rika. There's, there's value in seeing money leaving your hands. Leave, yes. physically Kaya, ano, leave. As in parang, oh, oh. bye-bye! Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you again soon. <laughs> kasi credit card, May isa pang teknik yan eh. Ano yun, ano yun, budgets? Pag buo yung pera mo, nakaka... <laughs> parang ayaw mong gasusin. Pag may buo kang 1,000, ay, ayaw mo siyang gasusin. Pero pag... Sampung 100 yun nasa wallet mo. Am, andil, ang bilis mag... <laughs> Make it ano, rain. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. So, Actually, before Broadfits, medyo ganun din ako. Before, when we used to go to work every single day, as in I'd have to go out, I just bring 200 pesos. And either mm-hmm. magagastos, magagastos ko siya for coffee, kung feeling bougie ako that day, uh-huh. or for many little things. Basta maubos ko yung 200 pesos ko. I can't do that now kasi nga... I know, like we're at home all the time. That's I actually, right. I actually don't know, Broadfits, if mas magastos ako ngayon now that I'm in the house <laughs> all the time or hindi. Kasi di ba parang it's so easy online to just order everything. Mm, I actually don't right. know. Di, ano ba, nakakita ka ba ng pattern uh, during the lockdown the past year? If people are getting more, you know, are they thriftier or are they more spendy? spendy, spendy Mas naging... <laughs> mas naging matipid yung mga tao nung umpisa. Mm-hmm. Tapos binawi lahat towards the end of the year kasi they feel so <laughs> deprived. So bigla na pagastos. So it's a roller coaster, I would say. And right now, people are spending the way they are spending pre-pandemic. Yun yung napansin ko. Kasi... Uh, 
uncertain din kasi yung situation natin eh. We don't mm-hmm. know if the economy is opening up or are we going on a lockdown again. So people are just trying to cope and then they just have to be conscious of their spending. But last year, during this time, April, May, June, July, everyone was thrifty because they are expecting na total shutdown of the economy for the next six months. And then mm-hmm. come October, November, when we see na, oh, parang nag-survive naman ako, okay naman ako, Oy, may parating na Christmas bonus, may ayuda, etc. Everyone was hopeful na by January, February, may vaccine, and it will be back to normal. Ayun, they started spending all their savings nung fourth quarter of the year. So, mm-hmm. that's what I've observed. Yeah. Don't look at I agree. Me. Don't no, look at I, me. <laughs> honestly, I did the same thing because the first few yeah. months, you're like, who knows, will we have a job, whatever. And then, uh, as you said, Brad Fitz, okay pa naman, tuloy pa naman yung, ano, yung trabaho and whatever, work from home. So I started, I started spending a lot more sa delivery, <laughs> sa food. Uh-huh. Oh man, I spent so much on food. But then I was justifying it like, hindi naman nag-gastos the last few months. Uh, every yes. week, I'm not going out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I'm pretty good with my, my budgeting naman. But I've also never spent this much ever before on delivery. I've never bought these random things online pre-pandemic. So in a way, it's kind of balanced but also I don't know if it's developing a bad habit for Ako ganyan ako sa ano eh groceries. pandemic <laughs> Before, syempre before bilang pwede naman lumabas kanya. I would only buy groceries na yung sakto lang yung yeah, price yeah, yeah, or yeah, yung yeah, yeah. brand. Mm. Ngayon, because I want to treat myself because I really can't order on online like outside mga fast food. As in, I buy like the expensive yogurt, the Ako yung hot cheese. sauce ko yung 400 pesos na oh, hot sauce. Oh, yung ganun. Parang, <laughs> Sarap eh. Which just means uh-huh. tama ba, Broadfits? So parang it's also not good to like deprive yourself. Uh, of course. Uh, yeah. Sa akin naman kasi is you really just need to be uh, within your budget and it doesn't really matter kung anong binibili mo kung mas expensive na brand ba yan or what. As long as uh, you're not spending more than what you're earning. Kasi syempre, di ba, pinaghirapan mo rin yung pera mo. So you buy the things that you want. However, the thing to remember is whenever you're buying something na non-essential, you have to check if you're saying no to something that is essential. For example, yeah, bumili ka nga ng mga expensive brands but ang natira is kulang na pambayad ng kuryente mo. So, hindi man pwede yun. So, you have to take care of the necessary expenses first and then kung may matira, then yeah, go ahead. Buy the, your favorite brands and uh, buy your favorite ano, know, junk food or condiment. <laughs> yeah. Kasi ako, ma- ma- malakas din ako sa, ano, sa mga junk food, I would say. And chocolates. Oh, yung Nature Valley mo. Ano yes. Dinastify ko pa yun na healthy siya, pero it's, ano ba? There are much cheaper brands out there, pero yeah. Kasi some, pero sulit, para ang sarap naman nun. Quality. Yes. Brought to you by Nature Valley. Brad, as someone who's uh, uh, obviously clearly very smart with money, wise with money, uh, could you admit your most recent financial blunder or or recent uh, maybe th- something you impulse spent on? Uh, maybe you regretted <laughs> anything anything that you regret in recent years to show that you're human, that you're not just a a robot with 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 money, like you you make mistakes or you don't mis- make mistakes. Well, uh, well, I do, no? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, well, the most recent purchase that I regret was buying a webcam na feeling ko ano siya, mas gaganda yung ano ko no, yung video ko and all. However, I didn't really take the time to read reviews, alam mo yon, mm. watch videos on YouTube if it's really a good uh, a good brand. So, binili ko lang siya kasi it was uh, yung Lazada birthday sale. <laughs> Sige, mm-hmm. binili ko na to. Pero it's it's a bit expensive. Uh, so, mm-hmm. nung dumating siya sa akin, I told, I discovered na hindi pala to ganun ka-compatible sa, doon sa system, doon sa laptop ko. And I discovered na it was really a bad purchase. So, ang ginawa ko na lang, I tried to sell it, pero walang gustong bumili kasi yun nga, ano pala siya uh, it's it's known to have bugs mm. so ginawa ko na binigay ko na lang doon sa kapatid ko sabi ko ayan advance birthday gift ko sa iyo so, that's <laughs> at ano at least at least a value pa din diba my love for yeah. you my sibling <laughs> so yeah there are also some some purchases na na fail talaga and number one, because i bought them impulsively Number two, yun nga, I didn't take the time to read up on this. Especially because, uh, okay naman, may budget naman ako, sige, bilhin ko na lang. So, sayang. Uh, another one would be, uh, yung may binili kasi akong mechanical keyboard. So, nabudol okay. ako <laughs> nung friend ko. <laughs> na Budol maganda daw yung mechanical. Oo. So, sabi ko, sige, bilhin ko yan. But it's really a brand na hindi durable. So, after a few weeks na ina-abuse ko yung mechanical keyboard, na napansin ko na this is, it was a bit cheap, pero the quality is not really good. So, mm. sayang din. Mm. So, What's a mechanical however, keyboard? Yun yung natatanggal yung mga keys ng Broadfits. You can take yes, the yes, oh, okay, okay. Customizable. Mm. Pero, yun, I bought an, another mechanical keyboard na uh, more expensive, better brand, uh, mas masaya na ako. Pero alam mo yun, yung impulse purchase na I regret, sayang din yung pera, di ba? Ano rin yun? Isang Nature Valley na box ulit yun. <laughs> granola bars. Sayang. <laughs> yeah. Pero Brad Fitz ako kasi I like buying secondhand stuff. But is there an item or maybe a, or something na hindi sulit? to get secondhand. Please don't say clothes because I buy a lot of secondhand clothes. <laughs> the joke lang. But is there something that's like not worth uh, buying secondhand? Underwear? Oh, definitely. True. That's, true. that's true. <laughs> For health reasons, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I guess, uh, yeah, any personal item uh, in that way, no, it would be better to buy it brand new. But, pagdating sa second hand as long at as long as uh, it can alam mo yun, it can serve you well still depende sa condition then yeah i don't have anything against buying second hand yes. i yeah I, a, a lot of my gadgets are actually yun nga second hand uh, what i do is i try to ask friends na nagkaroon ng buyer's remorse or nagkaroon mm. ng impulse purchase ng bagay na gusto kong bilhin. And then, yun, I am able to buy them cheaper. <laughs> and even, even cars, actually. Uh, I am a big fan of buying second-hand cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, kasi di ba sabi nila, when you buy a brand new car, paglabas mo pala sa garahe, you, already, you immediately, lose, immediately lose 
Yeah, value, value. So, I usually buy mga 3-4 year old cars pag kailangan ko magpalit. Tapos, when my car reaches mga 7-8 years, I try to sell it para makabili ng bago. But it's just a line of second-hand vehicles yung ginagawa ko. And sa akin, I think that's, yun yung pinakasulit para sa akin. So, I'm also a big fan of second-hand items. As long as, as it's not a personal item, no? <laughs> yun. Love it. I love it. Good advice, no? Good advice. Yeah, actually, okay. So before we talk about your your podcast, you know what you talk about in the podcast, I have like a last one that I think is very I don't know. It's always been talked about, um, or maybe polarizing. But it's is it better if you pay installment or cash right away? Right then and there. It's always a thing. And we've always talked about it too, right, JC? Mm. In in some uh, episodes. And yeah. yeah, it's always an issue with, like, with me and my friends. I don't know if it's a conversation. But what's your opinion on that? What uh, do you Can you give an example? Okay, sabi natin, ano, an indoor cycling bike. That's what I'm thinking Because it's a little expensive, right? Mm. Magkano siya? Uh, and I do have the money. Let's say uh, it's 10,000. I do have the money right now. But, you know, laging merong mga, oh, uh, you can pay it actually in, in 12 months and it's going to be mm-hmm. easier zero APR. for you. Yeah, yeah, 0% interest. Ganyan. Uh, so I'm super confused. So until now, I I, I couldn't I can't buy it. Kasi nga parang hindi ako decide What is better? <laughs> <laughs> How do you find better? Uh, if we are just looking at the numbers, what you can do is actually simulate. So for example, 10,000 pesos and ang offer sa'yo uh, ay 10 months, zero interest. So that's 1,000 pesos per month. I would definitely go for the installment. Bakit? Kasi you're just spending the same amount. However, pagbayad mo ng 1,000, yung 9,000 na natira, you can just put it in a high interest bearing savings account or put it in a 30-day time deposit. Then that would make money. So in the end, you end up alam yun, having a little bit of returns. Mm. So uh, I would, I, I'm usually biased towards installment, especially if it's 0% interest kasi that allows me to do something else with the money that I have now. Uh, but of course, if you're uh, easily tempted to spend on stuff, diba, it might be better to just buy on cash para hindi ka na matempt na baka mamaya magasos mo pa yung 9,000. Tapos diba, next month wala ka ng panghulog <laughs> sa kanya. And um, I always try to use it as a bargaining chip, yung, yung paying in cash. Kasi more often than not, they'll give you discount talaga kahit pag sinabi mo I'm yeah. paying in cold oh, cash no hmm. especially sa mga ano sa mga appliances kasi your usually ang offer talaga diyan ano installment etc hmm. but uh, you ask them if I pay cash uh, can May I discount. get further discount yeah hmm. and you talk to the, the the head of the promodizers no not just the the sales person so you try to talk kasi sila yung usually may authority na magbigay ng further discount. Kasi ano eh, they usually uh, take out the added amount that they put pag credit card payment. Kasi ba pag credit card, yung credit card company bawas din yung binibigay, nire-remit dun sa company eh. So since you're paying in cash, you can get some discount. So the answer is it depends on you. Kung wala kang financial discipline na 
to be patient and save and you have a history of impulse purchases, it might be better to just buy in cash. But if you're okay with alam yun, doing some side investing para mas lumaki kahit na maliit na interest lang yung pera, then go for the in, the installment. So, personal finance is personal once again. Huh? There we go. BH, I think I would go for the cash kasi wala akong credit card. <laughs> <laughs> So, I really cannot do the, the uh, installment. Pwede ba installment sa debit? Or hindi? I don't know Pwede. Pwede, no? Pwede. Pwede. Uh, oh, okay. Uh. Alright. So, sige. Okay, let's talk about your podcast. So, uh, Broadfits, uh, how did you decide or why did you want to set up a, a whole podcast? And why is it called The 80%? Alright. So, I have friends who've been telling me to start a podcast like three or four years ago. Pero tinatamad ako. <laughs> this pandemic has given me the opportunity to start the podcast. Uh, the thing is, I really didn't have plans of uh, creating this podcast for the long term. It was just me trying to experiment. Uh, let's see if I can make a podcast. How does this work? Etc. And the pandemic happened and that really allowed me to focus on creating my episodes and uh, right now, no? So I entitled it The 80% because I've been writing about personal finance on my blog. I've been creating videos on YouTube and all of them are really focused on the technical stuff like how does the stock market work, uh, what are the budgeting strategies out there, etc. And I believe that a lot, a large part of the financial success that people experience is because of the behavior. So the title of the podcast comes from Dave Ramsey, which is a radio show host and financial expert in the US. And he says that financial success is 80% behavior and 20% head knowledge. So I wanted to focus on 80% on my podcast, meaning focus on the behavioral, the mindset, and how do you establish the habits that will help you succeed in your personal finance. That's why it's entitled The 80%. So yeah, so that's the inspiration for the title. And I've been enjoying it so far. And I think I'll be doing this for I don't know, for many years. I It's Actually, something that I find easy to create, kasi mm. audio, uh, I was I was asking myself na parang dapat pala dati ko pa to sinimulan kasi it's so easy to create content. Unlike pag YouTube, diba, there's still some editing. You have yeah, to, lighting. Everything. Yeah, you have to comb your hair. <laughs> para, <laughs> it's a video. Yeah. Why do you think so, we're yeah. radio people? It's because we don't want to get dressed up. <laughs> No, but yeah, that's really nice to hear that, you know, you're you're going to do this for a long time. But would you say, like, what would be your favorite episode so far? Your favorite? Na nagawa so far. Ko. Na nagawa mo na. Hmm. That's a good question. I think yung isa sa mga maraming naka, nag-message sa akin, I would say, is yung how to get out of debt wherein I invited a guest, si Efren Cruz, no? and we talked about yung, how do you exactly uh, pay off your credit card debt? 
And there's actually one person who sent in a voice message na asking kung ano yung pwede niyang gawin. And I consider it one of my favorite because meron akong psychic income, meaning uh, it allowed me to help a lot of people. And when I started receiving these messages na they, the, me- the episode really g- gave them concrete steps to take on how they can pay off your debts, alam ko na parang, oy, marami akong natulungan dito. And it felt really good. No? So I guess that's one of my favorite episodes that I can remember in recent times. So, yeah. yeah. And as a podcaster, no, Brad, I think, because uh, Rika and I always talk about it, whenever we get uh, Leche Fan mail uh, from people who say that, you know, you helped us get through a tough time or or you helped us through our board exams or you, 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 you're, you're my companion through the late nights. I think you as a podcaster, you must feel the same way, no, when it comes to feedback about your podcast and how it, it's really helped the grow the, the I guess, their their life and make them uh, live a better life. Now. That's right. Yes. Psychic income yung term ko sa kanya. Psychic na, income. I love it. Yeah. Kasi yun, may emotional reward ka, may sense of self-fulfillment that you are able to yeah help someone out there. Mm-hmm. So, Alam ko, psychic income yung, ano, yung parang isa-psych mo yung sarili mo na magkakapera ka, magkakapera ka. <laughs> ano mo yung makati yung palad ko today? Feeling ko magkakapera ka ba? <laughs> Oo. Pero alam mo, mas na-excite ako pag kumakati yung, yung pa ako kasi, kasi may lakad ako kasi I like ah! <laughs> Uy, meron akong lakad mamaya Ay. siguro. Ibig sabihin, merong panggasto sa lakad. Diba? Yeah. <laughs> Your podcast, Brad Pitts, uh, who, who do you think it's primarily directed to? Is it for everyone? Is it for yuppies, uh, millennials, Gen Z, the new into the workforce? Uh, or is it for everybody? Who would you say it's Para yun sa mga katulad ko na Gen Z. Hindi, hindi na ako Gen Z. Those are, ano, those are mainly directed to 25 to 35, I would say. Kasi these are the people who are starting to get serious with their money. These are people who are thinking of they're probably in a relationship. They're asking themselves, am I ready to get married? And then, young couples who are thinking of how do we start building a family or raising a family. So those are the the people that I always think of when I'm creating an episode. So 25 to 35. Yeah. Cool. cool. Late, early Gen Z. Tama ba? Yeah. 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 Old you, Gen Z and young millennials. Yeah. You know, Brad Fitz, uh, you know, people see you as a uh, industry leader now in terms of finance and whatever. Uh, but I'm sure you yourself, you look up, you still look up to certain, let's say, ano, KOS, diba? key opinion leaders. <laughs> leaders. <laughs> who, do you, who do you look up to? And, and if you were to recommend uh, other people to kind of learn about money and finance from online, do you, do you have any favorite podcasts or, or content creators, YouTubers, twi- Twitter, thread people that you like or that you would like to recommend to our listeners? Yeah, well, when uh, a local uh, financial expert, I would say, si Rex Mendoza, I, I really like. He's a fund manager and also uh, an ex-president of Philam. So he has a lot of uh, financial lessons that you can probably find whenever he does talks online. So I really like his uh, insights when it comes to to investing, etc. 
When it comes to blogs, one of my favorite is yung Simple Dollar. These are American financial bloggers. And see, Get Rich Slowly. So those two blogs are what I often read because they also tackle about um, personal finance behaviors or behavioral finance. Of course, I listen to Dave Ramsey's podcast. He has his own podcast. And on YouTube, I don't know if you know her, uh, see the financial diet. So I also like watch. Yeah. So she's, yeah, she's a financial planner, but she has a background in psychology. So she really does a lot of uh, great content when it comes to discussing personal finance behavior. So I'm subscribed. I've been, (laughs) you're subscribed to her. Uh, I didn't know I was subscribed. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, those are the those are the people that I usually consume when it comes to personal finance. But uh, in fact, I actually watch and read more about productivity and self improvement. Because lagi ako tinatanong din eh, na ano daw yung mga libro na binabasa ko. And then they are they people are always surprised na I don't answer about I don't answer yung mga finance, finance books, books mga. Yeah books about the stock market yeah mm-hmm. sabi ko um, para para sa akin kasi uh, if you focus on self development and self improvement you become more productive and then when you're more productive you can earn more and then when you earn more you can save more and then you can invest more so para sa akin kasi a lot of people are usually focused on investing i need to mm-hmm. invest 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 pero kasi yung pera na pwede mong i-invest that is limited to the amount of money that you can save. Mm-hmm. And that itself is also limited. Yung savings mo, that is limited by the, num- by the amount of money that you can earn. However, yung earnings mo, yun yung unlimited. So if you focus on creating multiple sources of income, then you can save more and then you can invest more. So it makes sense to focus on how Growing do yourself. I... Yes. if you are... Uh, more productive, you try to become a better person, di ba? You, your, your potential to make more money increases. And then that's what will help you to save and invest more and create the life that you want, diba? the rich life that you want for yourself. So that's uh, the reason why I like uh, watching videos of uh, Frank uh, Thomas Frank and uh, Matt Devella. You mentioned that. Matt Devella. I love Matt Devella. Uh, and uh, Ali Abdal. So these productivity gurus on YouTube, yeah, these are also the... I watch more of their videos actually. Mm. Yeah. Bro, just a quick question uh, just for the books. If you could pick... I know you've probably read a lot, but if you could maybe list two or three that you think would be essential to to read for uh, to find you know to find some... To gain more success and, and uh, personal growth? Well, I would say Atomic Habits. That's really one of the... Ooh. Yes. Um, that's one of the books that has really changed how I uh, carry on with my life. Yeah. I like the, the line that he said that we don't rise to the level of our goals, but we fall to the level of our systems, which is very true. If you want to improve your life, you have to look at the things that you do every day. Mm-hmm. So that's one, Atomic Habits. And then 
another book that has really changed the way I live is yung The Daily Stoic, si Ryan Halliday. <gasps> yes, yeah. I like so, that. He has uh, several books, yung uh, the, obstacle, the Obstacle is the Way and all of that. But The Daily Stoic is something na, kasi para siyang journal, so something that has also recently helped me not just cope with the pandemic, but also have more self-awareness and how I live and be intentional with the things that I do. So, yeah, those are my most recent picks that I mm-hmm. would recommend people to read. Actually, so, I know. See, ano, Sina Ayin and, and Riza from, ano, from uh, Camp Confidence, they, they recently really highly promoted uh, James Clear's Atomic, no, Atomic Habits. Okay. Atomic it's a great book. I read it last year, I think. I think I talked about it on my solo podcast. It's a, it's a great book, Riks. You should read it too. Yeah, actually, right now, uh, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts, uh, you know, about, I think I'm listening to the Stoic Coffee Break. Uh-huh. I like how the Stoics think and how they tackle life. And right now, I'm trying to develop it and and uh, develop it in my life. But yeah, okay. So maybe last one. What do one you want to say? Question. Yeah, or, or just a final message, thoughts. I guess, to to our listeners when it comes to being financially ready for your life. <laughs> All right. So, hello sa lahat ng mga Leche fans and I really hope you learned something new and something useful dito sa uh, episode na to. And if I would leave you with something to remember or something to think about, I would say that I would repeat that personal finance is personal. I've met a lot of people trying to copy what other people are doing, trying to compare themselves with other people. But at the end of the day, it's really about what you value in your life. And you have to really work on the things that matter to you. So kahit na bago yung TV, bago yung kotse ng kapitbahay nyo, you don't have to buy that. Kasi kung hindi naman siya part of your values, diba, it doesn't make sense to have what other people have. And just because you read somewhere na may yumaman kasi nag-invest sa Bitcoin or mayroong yumaman kasi uh, <laughs> nag-invest dito sa particular stock market na to, doesn't mean na pag ginawa mo rin yon, you will also succeed because mm-hmm. each one of us each one of us have different skills different knowledge different interest so it's important for you to know yourself to be aware of your core competencies the things that you are passionate about kasi yung yung mga yon ang makakatulong sa to improve your finances so your education will dictate your execution so having a growth mindset being able to being open to learning new things to discovering what will be interesting for you that is one of the best things that you can do to be able to determine kung ano ba yung mga pwede mong gawin para yumaman ka or pa, paano mo i-improve yung finances mo so it's not just about copying what other people are doing but really falling in love with learning being open to uh, a lot of things kasi kung interested kasi sa bagay it will really come it will be something na madali mong matutunan and you can definitely leverage that 
to earn more money for you. And once you create more income, you can save more, you can invest more, and then you can reach yung definition mo of being uh, wealthy. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> I love it. Di unscripted, eh? Oh, di unscripted, guys. Scripted, eh? Yeah, off the fly. From but, the heart. Uh, you know what? I think this calls for like a, a part two because oh, once yeah. you so once you mentioned, questions. I know, and once you mentioned investing or business, investment, business, I had na, so many other questions. Pan. I know, but yeah, but you know what? Uh, of course, we don't want to uh, keep you, but thank you for for agreeing, you know, to join us on the show for Lechika. But definitely, there will be part two, tapa ba? Tama, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Actually, I dodged the question why I don't have a credit card. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. But thank you so much, uh, you. Uh, Broadfits. Uh, do you want to promote anything before we say goodbye? Uh, well, I hope they can check out my podcast, The 80%. So I'm with the Halo Halo Show with uh, in... Podcast Network Asia. So we're yeah, yeah. part of the same Podcast Network family. So please uh, follow the 80% Podcast. And uh, I'm looking forward to having you on one of my episodes also, JC uh, and Vika. So invite Yay! kayo. Uh, should be about yeah. credit so, cards. So Dapat tungkol sa credit cards. Uh, why you should or should not get one. Oh my gosh. Polarizing topic. But uh, there we go. Okay, so it's the 80% on Spotify and yeah. on Instagram as Instagram, well. Instagram, Broadfits, no? Broadfits. Broadfits, no? Um, okay. On social media, okay. uh, I'm Broadfits. B-R-O-D-F-I-T-Z. And uh, if they want to know or if they want to learn how they can reach me mm-hmm. and they want to see all the other online content that I put out, they can just go to my portal. It's at readytoberich.com. So they'll find links going to my Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, they can also send me an email through that. So readytoberich.com. That's my Content network portal. Okay, so, we'll yeah. add, but we'll def- add all definitely JC. Uh, uh-huh. We'll add all of that to the uh, podcast description for this tres leches. So we'll add it. So mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're listening, if you wanna, if you're too lazy to type, you know, link for the lazy nandyan lang lahat yan sa, na, sa podcast mix description. Yeah. Okay. So thank you. Thanks, super. Listen Woo! to the oh, Thank you. And, and of course, Broadfits, uh, you, you've listened to our tres leches before, so we do the extra, but you have to do mm-hmm. the hala hala show. G? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Excited ready? Na. Okay. Yeah. Rick and G, okay. let's go. Hello, hello show. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.